Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. And we had an interesting segment here on the show. Tori informed me that if you say the words rise up lights together as one word. It sounds like an Australian person saying riser blades. Riser blades. Riser blades. Rise up, rise up lights. It sounds like, yeah, razor blades. Rise up lights. From down under. <laughs> and uh, so we, Hawk mentioned one that Jeff Foxworthy does. It's mayonnaise. Yeah. And mayonnaise, a lot of people in here. He found the whole uh, segment well, here. Yeah. And so we're going to go ahead and let you hear some of Jeff Foxworthy's words like this. Mayonnaise. <laughs> Man, hey, there's a lot of people out here tonight. <laughs> it's just kind of a gift. They come to me in the night, all right? In your window. Hey, dude, I saw a bird fly in your window. <laughs> all right, now he has some other ones that are pretty funny, like aorta. Aorta, yeah. Which is part of your heart, uh -huh. and he is like... Hey, ought to mow that grass out in front of the radio station right now. And also, initiate. Initiate. And he says, yeah, my wife ate, my wife ate two hamburgers. Initiate two more fries. Two, only two more fries? Two more bags of fries. Oh, okay. My kind of girl. She's, uh, she's yeah, eating it up. You're almost like Jeff Fox. Almost. Yeah. It's very close. Just without the accents. I mean, honestly, I couldn't tell the difference. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. You know, I was telling you that it's a dog month right now, and I was also saying 50% of dog owners, they say to, to the dog, hey, what's that in your mouth? What is that in your mouth? Open up. What, what, what is in there? And then, of course, you're kind of trying to pry the dog's mouth open. It's like the jaws of life trying it to is. get those <laughs> things open. Why? I don't know. I'm like, come on. Do you think a dog is bad? Get a ferret that has a bite of a chocolate bar. That is not easy to pry loose. Yeah. And I've also said that to my kids before, too. What is that in your mouth? <laughs> and don't even ask when they take a bath together. <laughs> oh. That was a Batman action figure. It does not belong there, son. Oh, wow. <laughs> I wouldn't tell anyone that. It was the butt cave. So, I definitely wouldn't tell him that. You know, a lot of people say that their pet is their kid. And they ask people, biggest ways you treat your pet like a child or a kid. It's funny because I felt that way about my first dog. And a lot of people here at work told me, when you have kids, you'll be like, did we remember to feed the dog today? Yeah. 
because once you have real kids, it's not the same. But when you don't have kids yet, you truly do believe what you're saying, Hawk. Okay. Well, this is how this is what they said anyway. Making sure that they eat a healthy diet. Fifty-four percent of the people said they want to make sure their dog eats a healthy diet. Yeah. My first dog, I got Gainsburgers. They're like just fake hamburgers made of dry yeah. crap. And then like the next dog, you got like the Hills Diet, and the next one, you're getting like this. $10 a can, holistic, pure, raw meat. It's like you get more and more into it. They need to change the name of Gaines Burgers. They don't grill well. No, they don't. <laughs> and that cheese that. is not real cheese. I know, right? Okay. You know, the vet used to compliment me because of Daisy's diet, her healthy weight. And I'm like, I just put food in the bowl when it's empty. She yeah. eats whenever she's hungry. She didn't eat her whole bowl. Like some dogs will eat everything. Mm-hmm. But you know, she ate when she was hungry and... Didn't overeat. They also say sharing food with them. 54% of people share food with their pet. And we've talked about that a little bit here on the show. And I'm kind of curious because my dog only gets like the healthy diet stuff from Hillcrest or Hill... Hill Science. Hill Science. Hillcrest High School. Yeah. (laughs) And he gets a treat every once in a while. And like when he gets like, let's say a Frito, is he going, oh yeah, man, what is this? I know. If he gets a little piece of cake, is he like, oh man, happy birthday to me. (laughs) I've always debated. I like to think so. But on the other hand, they lick their butts. So what is <laughs> their taste buds really like? Yeah, and you know what? My dog doesn't even take the time to experience that good food. I've Even if I like cut, like give him a little piece of hamburger or a steak, I'm like, it just chomp, chomp, and it's gone. I'm like, chew the food up before you swallow it. It's kind of like talking to a kid. Make sure you chew all that up before That's you swallow it. two more chomps than my dog does. <laughs> I mean, they just inhale it. Why? I'm like, they don't even experience the, the fun of it. I know people that way. Yeah, that's true. And I know why they do it. They're used to being in packs where if you don't get it first, you don't get it right. at all. My dog, I bought from a person, and the only pack it's ever been in is just that, you know, initial first litter. He's just not, his brothers and sisters. Yeah, he's not been around <laughs> any other dogs hardly at all his whole life. He's, you know, getting up there now. Yep. And, I, and, and I'm like, he... That's built in, and that's how he got his food from his mom, too. If he just sat there and been laid back, he wouldn't have gotten milk from mama. Okay, so then why does my dog take a, like a mouthful of food, travels across the living room, blitz it on the floor, and then we'll eat it over there? What's because that? Because that's the way he gets it away from the other dogs so he can eat it without it getting stolen. He's an only child. Uh, he considers you pack members, and he doesn't trust you. Oh, yeah. oh. I can see you taking it from him. Uh-huh. I've saw, I spend enough. I've seen Tom do that with plates at the buffet before, like get two or three plates taken. <laughs> Over, not let anybody see what he got. I was a dog in a previous life. <laughs> Biggest ways that we treat our dog like our kids, we make sure they get enough exercise. 53% of the dog parents say they do that. Okay, that is true, except I don't treat my kids that way. I treat my dog that way, but I don't make my kids get exercise. But I do encourage them to get out and go run and get on the trampoline. Yeah, and Tom, you don't have to get your kids outside to go pukipski. So that's part of walking a dog. You know, it would be cool if kids went outside. Just put, in general. Put, on a little leash. Yeah. On and a you just walk around with a little bag behind them. Bathroom would be cleaner. If you Google it, <laughs> there are some treadmills for dogs. People buy treadmills for their dog. Yeah, they're called yeah. treadmills. <laughs> there's, I, there's specific dog treadmills. I, too. Know, but you I have a anyone. friend whose dog has <clears throat> some bone issue, and every week she takes it to a place where they put it's it's treadmill in water. So they oh. put the, it's a lab, put it the lab in water, it walks while in the water on the treadmill. She got a little to, doggy trainer for it, too? Yeah. It's like it builds up the bone or something. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just 
Don't do that at home. You'll electrocute yourself, just to let you know. This is where it starts getting crazy on this list. Ways that we treat our dogs like kids. Create a social media account for them. 46% of people do that. That seems high. They have a media account for their dog. My friend has multiple for her dogs. Really? She has one for hers and one for her uh, parent's dog. I have dogs as my friends on Facebook. Okay. Yeah, I do. So it's, it's my friend's dogs, and I'm friends with them. That's funny. 36% of people buy them presents for the holidays. I never did. Oh, I did get Coda a pretty cute raincoat. We get our dog. He has his own stocking, yeah. and he knows mm-hmm. his stuff, and yep. he goes nuts for it at Christmas. Like, he knows his toys. Yeah, mine does that, too. Throwing them birthday parties. 29% of people will throw their dog a birthday party. Uh-uh. Yeah, that's lower because a lot of people don't even know when their dog's birthday is. I've been to a birthday, a dog's birthday party before. Have you? Who's I'm, been into a dog's birthday party here? I've thrown him. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> you you really have? He turned 10. That was a big deal. And he's 14 and a half. So we'll have another one coming up in December. I got you guys beat. I officiated a ferret wedding. What? And we had neighbors there for this. Oh, my we had like probably 20 people there. To wed two ferrets that may be brother and sister. Oh my gosh. Oh my <laughs> well, it goodness. is the South. It is. <laughs> <laughs> well, I told you about wow. my dad. He officiated a funeral for Cat. Wow. And other pets. That's yes. right up there. The people, his, his friend Scotty said, Would you come on? Because he's a, he's a pastor in, in, in his previous life, whatever. <laughs> Before he retired, he was a pastor. Oh. He's like, Will you come over and have a, like a eulogy and a funeral for my cat? And there's people oh. around. And he's like, You know, God made cats. To be, you know, a uh, companion for humans, and he went through this whole thing. <laughs> and yeah. he goes, "Oh, wait, this is my dog one. Hold on." Yeah, Flip exactly. the page. Oh, yeah. <laughs> funny. All right. So the way that we keep, treat our dogs like kids, they say potty training them twenty eight percent. We potty train kids, potty train our animals. Right. Yeah. Buy clothes for them twenty seven percent, and then get this: wearing matching outfits with them. Twenty one percent of the uh, dog owners. Wear matching outfits. That seems high, unless they're talking about when you're both naked. They must be high when they do it. Yeah, they're single, too. (laughs) You think? Yeah, because if you're dressing like your dog, I'm sure your dating life's not up to par. The only time I dress like my dog is whenever I'm naked, and then we're dressed the same, because he's naked. That didn't. That wasn't a good idea. (laughs) Let's go back to the dog birthday parties. How do they blow those candles out? The dogs. They got a big nose. Oh. <laughs> okay. I shouldn't have said that. <laughs> so anyway, go ahead and uh, take your dog out for a treat. All I know is Koda was rocking that birthday sash. Stop looking at me like that. I have no, uh, what do you call it? We should have ended this conversation Damn. about a yeah, minute ago. I feel like the normal one right now. <laughs> and he's been drinking, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. We like to think that every now and then we make you laugh here on the Hawk and Tom Show. Some days more than others. Uh, today's been a weird one, but I think there's been a few laughs. Oh, yeah, we've laughed a lot. I've scheduled 45 more laughs for the rest of the show. Hawk's an optimist. Yes. <laughs> um, but I'm going to try to help you out with some interesting facts about laughter that you may not have known. For example, they have determined, scientists believe that laughter was used as a way for humans to relate to one another millions of years before we had the lung strength for language. So they believe we laughed before we spoke. I would agree with that. I mean, that's obvious. 
do you think the first laugh was laughing with someone or at someone? At somebody. You know, they had kids. The kid's sitting there swinging a stick around, hits dad, you know, in that area. <laughs> Every and, time. <laughs> and, and the rest of the family's going to be laughing at that. And they've not spoke a word to each other. Okay. <laughs> that's just my thoughts. Yeah, they're very strong, but that's great. Uh-huh. So laughter isn't tied to humor nearly as often as you would think. They did some research. They found out of 1,200 laughing episodes only about 10% of them were generated by a joke. Laughter is more of a bonding function between individuals in a group. So your laughter a lot of time is just a little bit of a chuckle at this. Not necessarily a joke, but maybe something that happens, and it's a bonding moment. I understand that one a lot. So there's a joke or whatever. Someone, let's not say a joke. Say something funny happens. Everybody else is laughing. And I'm not laughing, so I start laughing because I don't want to look stupid and I want to bond with those people. <laughs> I do that. Yeah. I'm like, everybody else is laughing. <laughs> That's funny. I better laugh too. <laughs> you don't have to tell people that. Yeah. It's just, just us. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's what I mean. You don't have to tell people about you doing that. It's not required. All right. We're not the only ones to laugh. It turns out rats and monkeys and probably other animals laugh. They've actually done studies on the gorillas, monkeys, and rats, and they can tell when they're laughing. There's a documentary on ratatouille. <laughs> that, la- that, that rat laughs. <laughs> He also cooks, so I'm I'm not sure that's a biography. (laughs) That's amazing, too. (laughs) I've had ratatouille, by the way. It's pretty good. Uh, You you ate ate that rat? No, the the dish, ratatouille. What's it? I thought it was made out of rat. Oh, my gosh. Why is it called ratatouille? You need to watch the documentary that I saw. Next you'll tell me hamburger ain't made out of ham. It's not? Okay. Why is it hamburger? Because it was originated in Hamburg, Germany. For real? I believe so. But you're so <laughs> smart. Not, it sounds good. See, it's right. Tom, you can't say things like that on the show because, I mean, y- yeah, you can't be dumb. Yeah. You Leave can't the be- dumbness for other people. Yes, that is my, do not take my role. <laughs> All <laughs> right. Don't take my role, really. I like those roles. <laughs> <laughs> Cracker Barrel. See, the yeah. dumbness. Leave uh-huh. it. <laughs> couples who laugh together stay together. I agree. They uh, basically looked at couples that have been married for decades and those who laughed together versus those who were serious and never cracked a smile. The laughers stayed together longer. Do you and Jamie laugh a lot together? <laughs> oh, we laugh a lot. Do you really? I'm yeah. serious. Yeah. No, we do. We because laugh. I know Jamie laughs a lot. Yeah. She's got a great laugh. Yep. She's funny. Yep. And so... It's because she's married to me. I mean, you know you're going to laugh if you're married to me. There's a fine line between insanity... Mm-hmm. I don't know what you mean by that, but my wife's always asked by her friends and people she meets, they're like, what's it like being married to Tom? It must be awesome. You must laugh all the time. Yeah. And then she laughs. You know what I hate? <laughs> you know what I hate when you are out and someone's like, because we have this kind of job, like, hey, say something funny. Yeah. <laughs> what? Let me hear your DJ voice. Yeah. Like, the what? I know, and I'm like, oh, well, this is it. They're like, no, do your DJ voice. I'm like, hi, how are you today? Even though I don't do this on the radio. Coming up at number five in the countdown. Yeah. I always right. read the weather for him. Do you? Yeah. I look up. It's going to be sunny today. And then you tell the wrong time. Yeah, I do. <laughs> then, like, it's just like on the show. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Laughing burns more calories than you might think. I love laughing. Just 10 to 15 minutes of laughing a day can burn up to 40 calories.
calories. That's not enough, in my opinion. I, I need more than that. Well, like, apparently you do, because you're the heaviest one on the show. You laugh the least amount of times on the yeah. show. That's because I don't ever have anything funny going around me. No, oh. that is not true Ooh, at all. Oh. Burn. You just said I don't laugh much. I think you just put your foot in your mouth. Okay, but you don't. You're, you're the least one to laugh here on the hockey I know, it's because I don't have things to laugh at. Has okay. anybody ever really put a foot in their mouth? I have tried before. It my it's, leg, my it's back. It's not good. You have to be limber. Does it hurt to sit there with a big stick lodged up your bottom because you can't laugh? I would have no idea. Yeah. What do you tell me? I'm just saying. You know, when people say that, it's like, you know, that, the, that people don't laugh or... Okay, laughter okay, really is the best medicine. <laughs> study after study has pointed to the health benefits of laughter. It improves the memory of adults, and it also finds they found that hilarious movies improve the function of blood vessels and increased blood flow. Yeah. So laughter is good for you. The best medicine. Do you have that classic movie you go to if you need a laugh? No. Well... I, for me, okay, I have a few of them. I have old school, 40-year-old virgin will make me laugh every time when Steve Carell gets his hair pulled <laughs> yeah. off of his chest and yeah. he's screaming Kelly Clarkson. And I got episodes, like office episodes and stuff that are funny. Yeah. yeah. I'll go to those. All right. And finally, your sense of humor might be genetic. They did a yes. study and they found the different types of humor that people found funny and they compared it to their parents, and quite often, and particularly it was the dad that they got their sense of humor from. I have yep. a very sarcastic humor. I have a sarcastic sense of humor, and that's kind of like what my dad has. So I inherited that from my him. My whole family's crazy. And you got a crazy <laughs> sense of humor. Yep. They, uh, we have a good time. Hawk? I'm known for great dad jokes. And your dad's known for great dad jokes. Yeah. Tori? Is there such thing as a great dad joke? <laughs> no. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> See, I crack me up. That's all that matters. Tori, who do you think you get your sense of humor from, your mom or your dad? Uh, probably a little bit of both. They're both pretty funny. Yeah. Are they? Yeah. So what happened Can't to you? Can't you tell I'm hilarious? <laughs> Tori, you're so funny. Stop. Seriously, honestly. I can't even handle this. Multiple personalities. Nah, too. that's, that's yeah, hereditary. That's <laughs> yeah. crazy. You want to hear my latest dad, dad joke? Oh, well, no, we, we didn't ask. Nothing else has been funny this break. <laughs> <laughs> that is not true. We've been laughing a lot. I yeah. just laughed at Tori. I'm just uh, laughing because I'm still here. Had, had the uh, episode of schizophrenia. Yeah, you know what? I, I wouldn't buy anything made of Velcro. It's a total ripoff. <laughs> Get it? Because Velcro, you rip it off. It's Remember a total how rip off. I don't laugh during the show. <laughs> that's why. That's, you know. <laughs> that's the most like stoic face I've ever seen I from you. Gained forty pounds or forty calories. <laughs> so I'm not sure what it is. <laughs> it's the Hawk and Tom Show on B ninety three point seven. Well, Tori and I were talking a little bit ago about something that you may have grown up believing, and that was that bran muffins would fix your heart and make you healthy. I believe Wilford Brimley or someone used to come on TV and they would say that we should eat oat bran, I think it was. It's the whole oatmeal thing, right? Isn't yeah. That the point? And so for the longest time, we were under the impression that this was going to make us uh, have a good heart and be healthy. Bran, yeah, bran. You got all kinds of raisin bran. Let's face it, it's in the name. Okay. Yeah. Well, yes, but I mean, I don't know that that was what he was talking about as much as the bran muffins. Like you were supposed to eat bran muffins for heart health. 
Mm-hmm. And I guess it's been just long enough that no one remembers that anymore. But for the longest time, we were sold this. And then all of a sudden, one day, this study came out and said, hey, you know what? We might have been wrong about that. Well, it's kind of like the whole kale craze where everyone was saying, you got to eat kale. It's so mm-hmm. healthy for you. And then it came out that there's no nutritional value. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like eating grass. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, smoking's bad for you. And I'm like, okay, whatever. I'm yeah. waiting for them to come back. They Get haven't that had one. that comeback study yet <laughs> I'm on waiting. that one. I'm waiting to start back. Um, and another one I think was ginkgo galoba. Yeah. And that was supposed to help your memory. And so people bought that like crazy in these stores. And then there was a couple studies that were like, you know, it doesn't really do anything. Well, when they remembered to buy it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Fish oil. Fish oil is big. That still, I think, is not a bad thing. I don't know if it does everything they said it would, but it has some good stuff in it. Yeah. And where does that come from, the fish? Mm-hmm. Um, I think they squeeze it really hard. <laughs> no, no milk, uh, fish. not like that. Yeah. I mean, you squeeze it out of the skin. Fish don't have nipples. It's not milk. It's oil, Hawk. Oh. Do we have to hit a quota with that word? <laughs> yeah, I know, right? I think it's said every today. day. Well, today <laughs> it's a nipple effect. <laughs> um, but it's kind of weird how these things go, and even medically, they will tell us something for a long time and then change their minds. And we're supposed to trust it each time they change it. And it's kind of like you sit there and you wonder to yourself, which things do I believe and which things don't I believe? That's why I just keep eating the chocolate. Give it time. Now, chocolate's actually supposed to be good for you, Tori. Not the kind I like. Oh, you don't like dark chocolate? It's okay, but I like white chocolate. Oh, yeah, that's not even chocolate. (laughs) What? I don't think there's any chocolate in white chocolate. What is it? It's like vanilla something or other. It's delicious. It's delicious, (laughs) but Google it. I love it, too, and I don't think there's any chocolate in there. Well, then don't call it white chocolate. They do. Does that mean it's healthy? No, it's not healthy. It's sugar. (laughs) Um, It's like it's sugar and cream or something like that. Mm. We'll have to Google that for you. But uh, I just, I got to the point where I was talking to my wife about it, and I'm like, I don't know which things, I mean, some things you still believe. Like, I know that I've got high blood sugar, maybe diabetes, and I know I'm not supposed to have that and it needs to come down. I don't think they're ever going to say, no, blood sugar is good. You should have high blood sugar. They know that's bad for you. But there's other things where I'm not so sure they know what they're talking about. Most things. There was another one recently that I read about um, antibiotics. And my doctor, he does not agree with this. I want to say that up front. But they always told you you needed to finish every antibiotic in your bottle. Because if you didn't, it would create a super germ or a super virus. Well, now there is an article I just read where they said that when they originally said you have to take 10 days worth of an antibiotic, that they just made that number up. And it turned out that less is better and that we should only be taking them for two and a half to three days for most things. Wow. Now, my doctor, he is not on board with that. I want to say he's not in agreement, but that is a new study that's out. So now you're sitting here thinking, well, I thought I was creating superbugs if I didn't take all my uh, antibiotics. And now someone's got a, a re- study a report that says that that causes the super virus. I actually just read we're supposed to be eating dandelions, apparently. Oh, oh my God. I'm serious. Yeah. It's a real thing. They, they're Everything from the roots all the way to the flower is allegedly so healthy for your heart. So, Tom, I'm going to bring some in for you. I mean, I'll be hacking it up like a cat's hairball. <laughs> I'm like, you know, get that puffy stuff. <laughs> you blow. Oh, that one. 
Oh, not uh, that dandelion? Yeah, I think it is. It is, but it's after... Wait, which one comes first? Is it the petals first, or is it the floaty well, thing first? I've heard of dandelion tea before. Yeah. Dandelion's the little thing that looks like... It's the thing that's in uh, Dr. Seuss movies. Yeah. Yeah. It's got the big fuzzy lion's head, right. and it's got the little stem. But you I don't eat know about it when it's, lion's yeah. head, but you blow on it, and it goes flying. And then your wish comes true. Uh, that one, That one's true now. <laughs> You eat the flower. Whenever it becomes a flower, that's the part you're supposed to eat. I'm okay. assuming that's the fuzzy dry that's the part. the fuzzy dry no, part. No, it's the yellow Not, part. Yeah. The yellow. So, so that, that you, you're telling me, I'm learning something new here. <laughs> me too. That stem, and it's got the fuzzy stuff on it, if you leave it alone, that's going to blossom into a real flower. I just think of the fuzzy stuff as like being a teenager. <laughs> is that like puberty? Yeah. The flowers going through puberty. puberty yeah. And, and then, you're, then you're glowing yellow. <laughs> well, I did that too. Whenever I was in puberty, I got that little fuzz on my nose. You know, all over actually. Oh, wow, kiddo. <laughs> um, and uh, so, yeah, I did, but I never did a yellow bloom after that. It Hawk, does. it looks like it's one. I don't know which is which, though. Which comes first? There's the, okay, there's totally chicken and the egg. I don't think those are, I think those are different. I no, think, I don't know. I'm just I think they're the same up. thing. It's just at different times. So that fuzzy thing grows into that yellow flower. <laughs> like I said, I don't know which order it happens. I don't know if the fuzzy no, thing grows into the yellow flower or if the flower grows into the I fuzzy. I can tell you because I have them all in my front yard because my grass is yet to be cut. And I got those just sticking up all through my yard. Well, which comes first? The fuzzy thing, I okay. believe. Okay, and then the yellow afterwards. Because now they're all yellow. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. Okay. Yeah. So here's <laughs> something new. But I don't know. I'm not a Scientologist. Here's what Tori said. <laughs> it says they're highly nutritious from root to flower. Yeah. This must be the article she actually read. Loaded with vitamins, mineral, minerals, and fiber, they can be the greens can be cooked or eaten raw, and they're excellent sources of vitamins A, C, and K, and also vitamin E, B, and folates. And I learned all this on TikTok, so you know it's true. You're like dandelions now. I mean, we're gonna have dandelion salad, dandelion coffee, dandelion. It's a thing. I'm like, good grief, <laughs> dandelion ice cream. Dandelions also has potent antioxidants, which are good for you. And they have beta carotene, which is good. They may help fight fight inflammation, uh, blood sugar. So that's for my diabetes stuff. Well, get out and graze. I'm gonna graze at your house, kiddo. <laughs> Come on, I need it cut. Yeah. You just let me in your yard, and I'll just mow it with my mouth. <laughs> there you go. Oh lordy. Well, how about wine? Is that good or bad for you? Those are grapes. So uh, it's healthy. Actually, that's bad recently. Uh, okay. What a- Dandy wine. Dandy wine, yeah. <laughs> well, I've got information on the wine. This just in. A new study shows that a glass of red wine a day is good for your heart. We interrupt this program with an urgent message. Another study shows too much wine can cause your heart to explode. Breaking news. Antioxidants in certain red wine can cure IBS and resting Karen face. But another study shows that the wine industry causes global warming and kills puppies. With another study showing that drinking red wine can save an entire village of starving children. While yet another study shows that wine will disembowel you and leave you on the street bleeding in agony as onlookers do nothing to help but pull out their phones to videotape your gory demise to boost their social media likes. It seems these studies cannot make up their mind. Join us tomorrow when we have a hundred new studies on the effects of coffee. Oh, wow. See? (laughs) (laughs) It's the Hawk and Tom Show on B93.7. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. 
And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. 